I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Good evening, it's Cormac and Saoirse. Back here in studio for the first time in a long time. Um, yeah, so coming up for you tonight on the show, if you're worried about your uncertain future and uh, what your world will be like in, in a day, or let alone a month, we have you sorted. Tonight, we are bringing back our psychic tools, so if you'd like some clarity on any area in your life, we have a magic eight ball and some tarot cards. So you can send us in a specific question, or if you just like a general reading about your future, you can let us know that as well. Uh, also, a group of 10 Irish online TikTokers, they have rented a mansion. Get this, I'm talking a ridiculously large mansion. And they've moved into the first ever creator house. The guy behind that, who organised it all, Jake Brown is his name. He's going to be on about half an hour to talk a little bit more about what exactly is going on with that and the giveaway they're doing. If you're in college, you might be interested in finding out a little bit more about that. And the Darwin Awards are back this evening honouring the best in stupid humans you might have come across at any point over the last seven days. As always, you can get in touch on our WhatsApp 087-67-97-104. This is Room 104 with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long with Play Blue, Ireland's favourite online adult shop. Visit playblue.ie today. FM 104. And just like that, we're back in. How weird is this? It feels so very, very, very strange. Like, I'm looking at your face and I don't know what to do. I don't know where to look. I know, it's like we've been so used to <laughs> not looking at each other that I'm getting a little bit... I'm I don't actually, know. I'm sweating. Going to forget how to press all the buttons now and be like, what's going on? It's I know. Over here. Uh, yeah, listen, so I think it was from April the 16th. We were fully remote for the last while and obviously we're now, we're obviously now back in. So um, we came into uh, a lovely empty studio, which is always fine, and uh, Tara was on before us, but... There's been a few parcels left around the station. For us? With our names on it, one in particular. And I can't remember why we were talking about this. But uh, thanks to the people who sent them in anyway. This is a very particular, this is a very well-crafted gift. It might be the first for your birthday month. If you don't know, it's Saoirse's birthday month. She constantly goes on about how September is an entire birthday month. But sure, look. 27 days. (laughs) 27 days. And I can't remember why we were talking about this, but if you go outside... The stage, the, the the studio door. Yeah. Go grab your present. Am I to take it? Yeah, yeah, it's right there. Who's got, it from? You get a lot of the, It's from it's from some a, a Verve, I think. Verve Marketing, Stop Verve this. Agency. Thank you very much, by the way. And it's from Spar. I think it, it was in a Spar bag. But go out, you'll be okay. blown away by what they're after again. I'm going to get it now. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, feedback. We'll turn the microphone off for that. There we are. Come on back in. Got it. It's a heavy present. It's a very, very heavy present. Uh, it's there. Okay. And you can remind me why 
you were talking about this. We're going to have a look. I'm really scared. Yeah, don't be scared. <laughs> Nothing scary at all. Oh, for God. I know. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, you did oh, not. Yeah. I didn't do this. This was, this was the sound folks, whoever it is at Verve who sent this in. I think, were you talking about a story where your Saturday evening, because Saoirse's hitting, you know, middle age now. So, well, I suppose you're nearly hitting your 50s. 48th birthday, right? Would you stop Saoirse's, telling people that? Saoirse's Saturday night, get this. Saoirse's Saturday night was, was what? In with a tin of beans? I was trying to open a tin of beans. I got the supermarket <laughs> brand and the little... That was it, yeah. The thing came off. What's the it ring, the, the whatever, ring. the can ring at the top for opening the tin came off. So Saoirse had to sit in with, with no cans of beans. And someone's after sending in eight cans of what? <laughs> Someone has just sent me in eight cans of Heinz beans. Oh, Heinz, oh the fancy brand. Look, you won't be going hungry this weekend. Do you know what? I might open one and microwave it a little bit later on and see if it opens. Oh, open one now. Okay. Now, you might ruin your nails. Ah, uh, sure, they're ruined anyway. They are Actually, indeed. I'm getting them done tomorrow morning. It's fine. Okay. Oh, can you? By the way, beans, I didn't realise, are one of your five a day. Oh, there you go. Now, you've eight of your five a day sorted now. Okay, listen. Oh, amazing. Oh, listen to that high-quality steel tin ring from, uh, who is it, Heinz? Heinz, I love you. Oh, my God, that smells delicious. Thank you so much for sending eight tins of beans into me. They're obviously all mine. They're obviously all yours, uh, but thanks as well that you're listening and not in studio with us right now because I imagine Saoirse will be blowing the hole off herself <laughs> later on going, what, they sent it in? Can't be worse than yesterday, it's Jim. Just saying. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, yeah. My poor mother was even talking about you. My mum, I was chatting with my mum earlier on. If you didn't hear yesterday, basically, Saoirse went to the gym in a pair of cheap cotton leggings and they ripped, but they ripped in the front bum area yeah. and she wasn't wearing any underwear because no. she... Uh, I went commando. She's a sinner. I was just trying to air out <laughs> your dirty stuff. laundry, literally, <laughs> uh, and, 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 and it didn't go well. And you got sussed. But listen, uh, there you go. You got your beans. Thanks for sent. Thanks for the beans. The high quality premium beans. Delighted. Honestly, delighted with that. I don't have to buy beans for ages. And for someone that doesn't realise, I am on the third floor of an apartment block, so there's no lift. So carrying beans up the stairs can be bloody heavy. Yeah. So this is great. Um, also, I just want to say, obviously, I put up a picture going into work today because, you know, first day back. Oh, you, oh, you have to, yeah. So I got a message off Cassandra, a lovely message saying she loved my top, but she said, I really want to know what Cormac is wearing. What do you think I'm wearing? Like, I'm shocked <laughs> and appalled. What do you think, Cassandra? Yeah. It's the obvious. It's the... I mean, it's, 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 it's a shade or two. It's the dark grey. It's a shade or two. I'd call it even charcoal. I call it charcoal. Well, listen, um, good show lined up for you tonight. Anyway, uh, we've got our psychic tools out. If you would like a prediction or a reading about any part of your future that you're uncertain about in these unprecedented times, let us know. 087-6797-104 is the WhatsApp number. It can be anything from your relationship, you want a general reading, to your finances, to your jobs, to will the pubs be open next week. Uh, whatever it is, drop us a line and we will either ask our match gate ball or use our tarot cards and give you an insight and give you a reading into that. And then uh, we're going to be chatting to uh, the organiser of Ireland's first ever TikTok house. Did you see this? I did see this. Very interesting, very cool. It's kind of like Big Brother of 2020. It, that's exactly what it is. 2020 Big Brother um, with a lot of people in an absolute mansion. I want to know how much this is costing them, how they're planning on making some money. Are they taking anyone else? Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm not very good 
with my TikTok, as you yeah. know. But I think if I was in a house with professionals, I'd do pretty well. Uh, you could, yeah. You could. They could give you some tips and some pointers, and who knows, maybe we'll come out. But anyway, uh, Jake Brown, who organised that, is going to be on a little bit later on. Well, I'd say in about 15 minutes. 15, 20 minutes, we'll be chatting to him. Uh, so if you're interested in that, do let us know. But um, on the way next, I've got some very, very disturbing, upsetting, shocking news that you're not actually going to believe. You're just not going to believe. And every day... You know, they say you learn something new every day, but this is this is highly offensive, and I, I guarantee you, you'll never believe this about Sir Shalong. Click here to find out. I- FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. On the way, Psychic Tools, if you have any questions about your future, let us know. We've got some tarot cards and a magic eight ball in here to help you sort out 2020 and maybe the start of 2021. So if you're unclear about weddings, holidays, stags, going back to college, school, anything, let us know. 0876797104. In about 15 minutes, we'll be chatting to the creator of the first ever Irish... Uh, TikTok creator's house. It's a mansion. It's the exact same thing that they've done with a lot of the uh, creators over in the United States and other parts of the world. And we'll be chatting to Jake, the guy behind it, uh, who was one of the 10 creators that's moved in uh, over the last couple of days uh, in just a little while. But now I've got some honestly, honestly, very, very shocking and disturbing news about Sir Shalom. Wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll try that again. That won't work better. Oh, I love this. This music, this, this is very serious. This is ridiculous. This is absolutely insane. I couldn't believe this. I honestly couldn't believe this. I was like, no, you're, you're joking and you're lying. This weekend is meant to be the weekend for what? Electric picnic. Electric now, picnic. before you go on, okay, I had changed my tune this year. Oh, no, 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 don't no, even jump ahead. Don't need, let's not even I try did. and change tunes here. Hang on a second, hang on a second. You might have seen up on FM104's Instagram, right? Uh, Crossy and Emma went down to Strad Valley during yesterday or the day before and just wanted to see what it would be like in a completely empty field with just sheep and no festival being set up. And it's, it's crazy. Have a look at the video, which is real strange. You might be, you should have been probably getting ready to get some days off work, call in sick, head down tomorrow and have an unbelievable weekend. Maybe you even got yourself, you're lucky enough to get yourself tickets, right? Um, and this is what a lot of people are talking about this weekend is, oh, no electric picnic. Damn. Yeah. So I rang Saoirse earlier on going, oh, we should, we should definitely obviously do something about this on the show. And I was trying to think like, what? Maybe, like, people might want to talk about the maddest, most insane thing they ever seen at a festival because weird stuff happens. And then I was like, well, maybe, maybe we talk about some of the songs that remind you of your festival. Like, what's your festival song or what's the favourite festival you've ever been to? And then what did you say? Well, do you know what? This no, reminds no, no, no. Me, what did you say? This reminds me of the time that I told you my real age. This is how shocked oh, you are. Oh, mother of God. The first time I found out she was 47 years of age, I could not <laughs> believe it. I was just like... What? In reality, you thought I was about 25. I thought then, you were, like, 22. And then... You skipping out of college that, going, you know I don't know how to use a computer. <laughs> oh, don't worry, I'll get that for you. And then you're like, I'm 48. Yeah, I'm not 48, I'm nearly 32. <laughs> I'm only, I'm still only young-ish, okay? But I have never in my 32 years been to a festival. Like, what in the name of God? Not one. Because, you see, the thoughts of Seriously, camping... Seriously. And getting messy and sweaty, I just, it's not me. Okay, but I changed my tune this year and I was like, I'm going to the Chemical Brothers and I'm going to go to Electric Picnic and I had all these plans and then they're wiped away. So maybe I was never meant to go in the first place. Sir Shalong has never been to a festival. I cannot believe this. Never. Never, ever, ever. No. The Chemical Brothers was going to be that's the not first a, That's taste. a gig, Sisha. Have you ever been to a gig? <laughs> Barely. You work in a radio station. I know. I didn't say I was cool. <laughs> It's uh, yeah, I know it's a bit shocking. It's 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 more than a bit. It's more than a bit shocking. And it was one of those moments where I was like, 
Have you never I'm, even been to like like the, what's the one on the Phoenix Park with the flowers? The, never been to one of those. The, fl- the flower show. No, what's it called? There's a particular name. The Bloom. The there park. you go. Oh yeah, Sorry. it's there. My mom. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Is actually, that a that's not too bad. That's like an L1 <laughs> festival. I'm going to look at the rhododendrons and some. We need a hedge, ma'am. I can't believe this. We actually sat there and there was music blaring and we were having, I think it was Beshoffs were there and we had a Beshoffs watch. But you've never been to like a music festival? No, I've never been to a music festival but it was one of those moments where I was like, will I lie to him? Because I kind of feel like I should because I'm very uncool and then I thought, no, hang on a second, you're nearly 32, you cannot try to be somebody you're not. I'm not, I'm not that person. I was going to change. <laughs> She's too posh. To go to a music festival. That's why she just you just, just didn't want to live the life of a, of a camper. No. I, I would have glamped, but I tried to do that before and it was sold out, so I couldn't go. Okay, so what I'd like from you this evening, if you can, and just to show Saoirse the, the best and worst of what she's missed out from festivals over the years, will you send me in your festival highs and lows? So what was the single greatest thing that you've ever experienced, your best memory from a festival and your worst memory from a festival? Because, you know, some your worst memories are sometimes the funnest ones to look back on and you've missed out on literally years. I wouldn't have known. I this know. This is so depressing. <laughs> All my friends went. All of them. Either was I ever at a festival. Stop it. I have See? never been to a music... Lads, come on. I've See? never been to a music concert at all or anything music-related bigger than some chap playing guitar in the corner <laughs> of the pub. Not my scene at all. What? Lads, come on. I regret it. I regret it now that everything's cancelled. Festivals will be cancelled forever. I know. For, the, the, your last chance was last year. I was going to change it this year. This is this is what happens when you don't take the opportunity. I know. Okay, don't rub it in. I realise I've missed out. But look, most years it's lashing rain. So, you know, that would have upset me greatly. Oh, I can't. I, I honestly can't get over this. And you know what's really sad? Last year, was it Hosier playing? Can't yeah. remember who else was playing, but... Tara Murray rang me oh, yeah. from Electric Picnic and she was like, oh my God, it's amazing. And mm. she'd gone on about it. And I was like, I'll go next year. It's fine. So listen, uh, that's what I wanted to do tonight was maybe talk about some of your highlights from festival life and some of the worst things that have ever happened to you, whether it was camping related and being just freezing for days on end and soaked and your tent leaking and someone slicing your tent open at the top. But now, now we can't because Saoirse's never been to a festival. Well, I leave. Maybe. <laughs> I'm just going to go out, make my beans, eat them. You, you go have an old beanie night. And, <laughs> you can all talk you about your that. festival well, listen, highs and lows. Uh, listen, the, uh, send us in your festival highs and lows. Whatever festival, does not have to be Electric Picnic. It can be uh, Listoon Varna. It can be uh, Sea Sessions. Oh, oh, look at you throwing that one See? in. I know oxygen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it can be uh, maybe you went to when the Pope was here a year or two ago. Maybe that was your, your joy. 0876797104. Your kind of festival highs and lows, the best things that you remember from your festival life and some of the worst. The best experience I have ever had at a festival was a couple of years ago when for the first time in about 10, 11, 12 years, Mark McCabe played Maniac 2000 <sighs> Live. I'm telling you, it was the closest thing to a spiritual awakening I've ever had. It was insane. Now, I'm jealous of that. It was absolutely magic. The second time he played it, not as magic. And in fairness to him, the third time he played it, everyone was just like... <laughs> Go home, Mark. <laughs> Mark, You've had you have had 12 years. Would you not write another song? <laughs> he did in the end, in fairness. I know, I know, I know he did. And he, and he, yeah, he's been releasing music, but... That was just, that was the height. That was possibly one of the best experiences I've ever had. The worst is a mix of two experiences I've had, and they were both at Electric Picnic. One was uh, 
sleeping in the coldest conditions I've ever slept in in my life to the point where you could not get warm. Now, it if you were cold... Horrific. That is cold. Insane. Absolutely insanely cold. I could not get over how cold it was to the point where me and I was obviously sleeping with her in the tent and Jesus, we're like... we don't need to know. I, I was mad and it was just like... <laughs> it was whips and it was... No, it wasn't. I was only... I only say that because we were trying to keep each other warm and that wasn't even working. Horrific. The other thing was... Um, the following morning, yeah. going to the Porterloos. Oh, horrific. That is the main reason I would oh. never have gone to a festival oh. beforehand. They are vile. They are... Vile isn't even the word. I was queuing up, you know, very um, very delicate. I don't want to get too... You know, obviously, needed to go, let's right. just say. Needed to go, and there was a line of them there, and there was a massive queue of people, and three or four people ahead of me, this girl walked up to the one on the left and it was like ten in a, in a row, right? There's one on the left and then ten to the right of that. And she w- walked up to the first one on the left, opened it, closed it, went to the next one, opened it, closed it, went. And I was like, what are you doing? So just, will you go? And then I went up and opened the first door. I was like, oh, okay, I don't need to go anymore. See you now. I have and seen people do it on the wall. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Rub against the floor. Sure, Emma was doing it in the video today. Did you see it? No, she wasn't. She wasn't. No, she Emma wasn't. would never do that. No, she wasn't. She wasn't. Listen, you can go check out that video up on our Instagram. But festival highs and lows, will you tell Saoirse this evening what she has missed out on? What has been your best memory from whatever festival you have ever been to? Just one of those moments where you're like, ah, oh, this was unreal. And we'll also take your worst ones. What was the worst thing you've ever experienced? Uh, not like you were stabbed in the neck. I'm talking like uh, just being soaked losing everyone, having to walk back from Strat Valley maybe because you missed the bus, whatever it was. 087-67-97-104. Back with music from Harry Styles. And then we'll be going live to the first ever Irish TikTok Creators House very shortly here on Room 104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. And this weekend, uh, today and tomorrow should have been probably the day you might have been planning on heading down to Strad Valley to go, go to Electric Picnic. And the field is empty. Check out the video Emma and Crossy did. They went down and just 
all they could spot was sheep in fields and they're giving you a little bit of a behind the scenes as to what that situation looks like right now. But things we learned today was that Saoirse has never, ever been to a music festival and it's kind of... Do you know what though? I feel better because the messages coming in are horrific. Oh, let, let's, try, let's try and set the ambiance here now. Let's put on some... This is kind of festivally crowd music that more sounds like nearly Grafton Street on a busy Saturday. Kind of does, yeah. Very mellow. But she's just chilling out while the bands are getting ready, right? Right, okay. Uh, but she's never been. So what I would like from you this evening is if could you could you send in your best festival experience or memory ever and your worst, just to let Saoirse know what she's been missing out on all of these years on Planet Earth, having never gone. Um, I can understand why you don't want to go because some of the messages are very similar. It's it all got to do with nearly. Uh, people people don't like vomiting on each other. <laughs> people, people camping. Uh, Saoirse, don't feel bad. I've never been to a festival either. Thank Sandra. you. Sandra. Thank you, Sandra. Yes, we can be friends. We can go to a festival together. Actually, anyone who has never been, do you want to go next year together? If there is a next year. We can have a virgin festival club. <laughs> be very careful with you t- if you tell people <laughs> that on the way down. Especially if my jeans represent them. There you go. If you're out in your cotton pants doing a few exercises, we're here with the virgin, <laughs> the virgin festival group. Oh, oh dear. Seriously, don't feel bad. I've never been just to concerts, Sandra. My God. I'm 46 and I've never been to a festival either. Now, I Trev. hope, Trev, I am not 47, by the way. I hope by the age of 46 <laughs> that I will have gone to at least one festival. I hope. Oh, God. Lads, I've only ever been to Kaleidoscope. Wild Youth, never disappoint. They were unbelievable. I've never camped, though. That's next on the list. See, we can join together. I don't think I want to camp, though. I'll glamp. Glamping, I can understand. Camping is... is Wait, it's glamping where you get your own bathroom and stuff. I don't know. There's different levels of glamping. One of the is the TP tents that you have. Yeah. And then oh, there's some people have the vans. You can rent the mobile home thing, I think. Uh, but you're better off, like, if you go to sea sessions and if you go to... I'm trying to think where is beside hotels and apartments that is cheap enough. I hate camping as well. Yeah. But this isn't a debate on camping. This is a debate on... You never going to a festival. I know, but you can't wow. really go. You can't really go to electric picnic for the day, and leave again. You can't. You have to stay. I did that once. Uh, no crack. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you're leaving and you're probably driving, so you can't even have a response. You no, know, even the bus. You're getting the bus back, oh, and it's God. just like oh no, tragic. Half eleven, come on. You're like really? This is miserable. But listen, we're unfortunately missing out. Send us in your festival highs and lows. 0876797104. Um, there's a very long message that we will definitely get to soon because it is. <laughs> Dan, thank you so much for sending that in. That is a festival to a T. The one and only reason I will not go is because of Dan. Thank you. No, we'll read it. Dan, we'll read yours out in a moment. We just want to you know, get composed before we do. Lucien, went to Tomorrowland 2017. I would love to go to Tomorrowland. Loved it. Do you even know what Tomorrowland is? <laughs> You've no idea what Tomorrowland is. Mother of God. Right, that's that. We'll be taking uh, applications for serious replacement on the show. <laughs> Talking to the TikTok house next. Here's Harry Styles. Adore you. It's FM 104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 with Play Blue. You can see what takes your fancy at playblue.ie. You know you want to. We'll get back to some of your festival messages in just a few moments' time. Saoirse, shockingly, has never been to a festival. I know. Listen, none of us are going this year anyway, but tell us your highs, your festival highs and some of your festival lows as well. Drop us in a WhatsApp, 87 Now, uh, it's time for this. Back on the clock, 
It has been the app that has defined a lockdown. It has. I tried it myself. I was sure I was going to go famous. I didn't make it. And then I kind of lost interest. Yeah, you did. Um, you made me put up horrific videos last night, but they've since been deleted, so we can thankfully move on from that. But um, if you have not yet downloaded TikTok, I highly recommend that you do. It's a bit of crack. Uh, it's a huge, huge amount of fun. Very, very, very addictive, by the way. But a lot of people over the last six months have exploded on the app. Some followers or some of the biggest profiles or personalities on it have like tens of millions of it's followers. It's insane. And they're, they're young, they're 18, 19, 20, they're making full-time incomes from this. But the same has to be said for a lot of Irish creators as well. Uh, Joel, our magician friend, yeah. who was on, he's like four or five million followers now. And now some of the top 10 Irish creators on TikTok are after renting a mansion, right? This place is insane. They're after renting a mansion, coming together, they're calling it a work collaboration, right? <laughs> I mean, whatever works. Whatever works. I mean, it looks like it would be the best piss-up of a lifetime and go, we're all working. But uh, there's 10 of them gone there and they have a massive, 10 of the biggest Irish accounts have gone there. Um, And this started off in the United States with people doing these TikTok creator houses. This is the first one that Irish people have ever done. And the guy who uh, decided to try and get this going and to do this and rented out this house and organised the entire thing joins us now on the line. Jake Brown, sir. How are things? Hey, Cormac. How are you? I'm doing good. I think myself and Saoirse are in here in a little studio locked away and you're just living the life in some mansion. We're a little jealous. Yeah. <laughs> you can think of this as a big studio, no? Um, it's much yeah. smaller than your house anyway. But um, tell us, wh- what is this idea and where did it come from? By the way, I'm here with uh, Lauren Whelan and Sean of the Sheep too. Hey, Hi, Lauren. Hi. Hey, Sean. Sorry, what was that question? Sorry, wh- where did the idea come from? Uh, yeah, the high best in America, I guess. I just figured it's, it's going to happen eventually, so why not get it going now? So, how many of you is, is there? So, there's 10 of us. And I suppose, what's the plan and what's the purpose? For someone who hasn't heard of the hype house and the reason behind it, Like, what's what's the general idea? Yeah, I guess everyone just collaborates. Um, it's just easier to make content together, especially if you're kind of in close quarters and everyone grows together. And, and it just seems to be a thing that just gets a lot of attention and just seems to happen really quickly. Now, are you all doing full-time jobs on top of this? Uh, so, some people are, and some people, this is their full-time job. Because I was kind of thinking, you'd feel the pressure, like, no matter what, even if you're out working, coming back, feeling, I'm tired, I want to go to bed, but no, I need to do a video. Yeah, because Jake's out there nailing it, and you're coming <laughs> home going, I'm a little tired, and he's like, well, fine, my last video got 100,000 views, but whatever, you you go to bed, pal, don't worry about it. So, it sounds kind of cliche, but, like, for, for most creators this is like it does start out as kind of a hobby and a passion yeah kind of continues to be that so a lot of the time the energy is just there for you know if you've got a passion after work it's it's kind of easy to get fired up again and do it can i ask you if so obviously if you have not if you're listening and you haven't seen the the house the house is phenomenal is that somewhere around dublin yeah it's in dublin Right, we won't mention. Yeah, of course, yeah, because <laughs> you'll have uh, eggs yeah. through the window after two seconds, right? So, <laughs> any idea how much the house is worth? Uh, yeah, it's pretty expensive, like a couple of million, I think. I mean, I'm, I'm, I didn't buy it, like. Right? What? And how long are you planning on staying there? As long as we can, we'll see what happens. This is insane. So I take it, obviously, that what's like? Have you obviously rented this for a month or a week or something? Um. Yeah, a little bit longer. Okay, okay, a little, yeah, little bit yeah. longer. Not and to be suspicious on you guys, but I don't 
don't want to give too much stage. away. Yeah, build yeah, up the, exactly, the, yeah. the mystery and keep it going. We wonder how long this house will continue for. It's so, a lot longer than a week anyway. And I imagine it, yeah, okay, well, that's good. It's a lot longer than a week. So the, the, I uh, just got joined by uh, Andrea and Lewis are here, by the way. Hello, Andrea. Hello, Lewis. What's the crack, lads? Oh, FM 104 class. <laughs> uh, we're coming down after the show. Yes, so, uh, we're joining you. <laughs> we'll bring the roadhog. Ha ha! <laughs> just come up. So right. So so you're obviously there for the next couple of weeks, and the idea is to just constantly work together and build each other up and support each other, so you can then create something that'll probably be huge. Because I saw in, in the first video you put up that the house is called the Goat House, um, mm-hmm. and you have about what close to. When you combine all of your followers, you have about a combined following in the goat house here in Dublin of about what eight, ten million? Yeah, it's like eight or something. I think it's it's grown by like nearly six hundred thousand since yesterday. But yeah, eight eight million, nine million. I'm sick. Now, where are you coming up with the ideas? Are you copying other TikTok videos online or are you coming up with your own content? We're all our own creators, so we're all just continuously making our own content. You know, well, yeah, there's such a like um, variety of content. Like there's Layla, this, this is Layla Ecker. Oh, it's just right. a cartwheel of ours. I should yeah. say a rotating wheel. It's like a clown car. People <laughs> just keep popping in. No, cool. It's just a coll- it's a collaboration stage. You can't help it. Yeah. <laughs> the voices just keep <laughs> popping in and out. We're like no idea what's going on. No, I mean I think like. I've seen a lot of the comments on the videos, right, of a lot of people absolutely hating this and they're frustrated yeah. by it and they're like, uh, uh, right? They're jealous, though. <laughs> I, think they're, I think they're obviously jealous and you've gotten some flack from probably 12-year-old boys, right? That's what I'm going to say. is that a, lot of, a lot of young guys who are, who hate just a lot of anger there, right? I kind of understand it a little bit where you're like, oh, for God's sake. But, like, I was thinking about this and without getting ourselves into too much trouble, like, you probably have a bigger reach than most radio stations in the country Stop combined, right? Nice. So what's the, the the plan looking forward? Like, are you hoping to build this into some sort of weird business, weird agency, weird platform that you're going to, like, s- sell into brands? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, well, now. We're Go, out of a job. Go Radio. <laughs> Go Radio, Go radio yeah, would no, be pretty like, good, we yeah. We don't have some big, sinister business plan. We're just, like, ten people that are doing the same thing, and whatever it turns out to be, it turns out to be. Can I ask, how did you get chosen for the house? Oh, yeah, it was an audition process. Yeah. <laughs> so we just kind of reached out to... We reached out to a lot more people than are in the house, obviously, and for various different reasons and circumstances and timing uh, different people didn't work out and just this group kind of just came together as the ones that said yes and the ones that we asked it's really weird because I'm just checking my TikTok messages now and Jake I don't seem to have gotten a, a mail uh, from you and I don't think Sisha has uh, Sisha has no. 40 how many followers now 150 200 216 216 yeah. you, you must have deleted it <laughs> No, that right. was it, yeah. I was wondering. I figured you just just left me on. It might have gone into the spam, left even though there's in. there's no spam on our TikTok <laughs> as of yet. But sorry, no. My my question was to the to the twelve year old people and everyone else who's hating on on this and kind of see it as a massive waste of time and pointless and blah blah blah. What do you say to the people who are giving you flack and a bit of hate online about this goat house? I mean, I guess it was probably a time where like when radio was the main sort of not not to be mean to radio but when before tv radio existed and then when tv came along everyone was like oh the tv thing sucks this whole kind of online social media thing is just growing and growing tiktok's just the next app houses are just the new kind of office collaboration space uh we have no, no control over that it's just how the world is evolving andrea andrea and i are a lot of the time in the u.s and if you go over there they're like so ahead of the game and this is tiktok houses and all that is 
basically everything in the US. And so bringing it to here, obviously, it's going to be very controversial. <laughs> Who's this now, Sean or? Lewis. Sorry, Lewis. Sorry, Lewis. No, no. Uh, yeah. Hello, Lewis. What's the crack? No, I, I agree with you. So maybe the next step is uh, like a TikTok city where we'll all go down to Athlone and we'll just build out a massive area and we'll, like, have your own independent state. It'll be the Republic of TikTok and uh, you'll have to pass an old entrance or citizenship one. I think so. I think we could do this, you know. But, um, I think so too. Can I just ask as well, how do you become well known on TikTok? What is the key? What is, what is the ingredients that you need to explode? Consistency. And, and the secret formula that we all have. Who's got crusty crabs? <laughs> I would get that scene to very quickly because you don't want to spread that around the house. We had a gynecologist on yesterday. We ha- she could yeah, sort we'll that send you the me. podcast link actually <laughs> to deal with those crusty crabs. Um, okay, so uh, the, so right, it's obviously you're seeing this as the future of media and the future of where online and social is going, and that you're just doing it and and see what the crack is. So, uh, yeah, I mean, are you going to be inviting people in, or is it just going to be used for the next while? Like we would love to invite people in, but I think it'd be irresponsible just given the whole pandemic situation. It'd just be silly and you, like unsafe. Can you make a reality TV show? Uh, we probably will do like a funny recap on our YouTube channel or something. We're definitely not going to do a reality TV show though. Maybe a skill of a reality yeah, TV. Yeah, show. we'll probably take the take the make out of some reality TV show. <laughs> right. Okay. okay. Well, um, listen. If, fair play to you. I do hope it uh, works out and that there's some crack with this. As you said you said the first movers here in Ireland to do this, and a lot of people will be looking at it as, as we love to do in Ireland. We'll be we'll begrudge you for a while until it's really successful, and then <laughs> yeah, we'll accept us eventually. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We're we'll like, oh, I could have done that, but I didn't. <laughs> I just sat in, had a pint, and bitched and moaned for six weeks <laughs> instead. Right. Um, what is the the your TikTok handle for the house? At the Goat House Dublin. Pretty easy. I like it. At the Goat House, Dublin. Right, well, listen, uh, very best of luck. If you get up to Anton Mad, we might give you a, a buzz again. But um, to, who's there? Lewis, Sean, is Andrea there as well? We've got we've got Lewis and Andrea. We've got Layla Ecker, Sean of the Sheep, Lauren Whelan, and then Jake. Right. Jake, thanks a million for popping on. Uh, to the rest of so very best of guys. luck. We will chat you again soon. And uh, thanks for popping on F104, guys. I'm so jealous. I tried consistency. I tried. I you uploaded. Gave up. You gave I uploaded up on your TikTok. a video every day for five days. <laughs> well, that's just five days. And so. No, can I just say the first one did the best and the last one did the worst? So. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get back to those kind of more provocative, provocative ones. Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. Listen, we will get back to some of the messages in relation to your your festival highs and lows. Dan, we have to read out your messages as seriously we discovered this evening earlier on has never been to a music festival so. Uh, we're, we're all still trying to process that if you have any good moments that are like the best festival moments ever let us know and if you have any disgusting lows as well 87 uh, Emma Nolan from the 10 to 3 show she's going to be on next herself and Crossy were down at Strad Valley yesterday Strad Valley yesterday or the day before basically seeing what the field is like now that there's absolutely no festival taking place there so the video's up online but uh, the 10 to 3 shows Emma Nolan she's going to be on with us next here on FM 104 FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. It's Room 104, it's Cormac and Saoirse here and this is the weekend where everyone is mourning and we're getting into the weekend where we all should be getting ready to go down to Electric Picnic. Head on down there, sit in the traffic for ages and then have the weekend of your lifetime. But as you know, the C word has ruined it for everyone. But then Crossy and Emma Nolan went down to Strad Valley 
uh, yesterday evening, I think. The video's up on FM 104's uh, Instagram and Twitter and all the usual places if you want to check it out. But joining me now on the line, Emma Nolan, how are things? Hello, how are you? Not doing too bad, and I saw that video that you guys posted up earlier on of yeah. a completely empty field where Electric Picnic should be having and it almost, almost shed a tear. Do you know what? There was something about it from the second that we got there. Um, it was Grotty's idea to head down, you know, Grotty, he's excellent for the ideas. And I was like, yeah, excellent shout. And, you know, in previous years, I'm not sure if you ever covered it, uh, format, but previous years I would have been down there a bit for the media day. So a few days before the picnic tradition, they invite the media from just all across radio and yeah. television and newspapers down just to visit the site and check out the new features for the festival this year. I suppose it just adds to the hype as well and you get to chat to the organisers and they might even have a, a performance for you as well on the main stage. It's always a really enjoyable day. What I'm trying to say is I have seen the site with nobody in it apart from media, if that makes sense. This was a completely different thing because there are no landmarks. Like, typically, the media day might be two or three days before the festival. So, you know, there's builders on site and everything's yeah. taking shape. And, you know, it's very much final touches, but there's signs and you can see where the main stage is. You can see, you know, the body and soul area is fully developed and ready to go. Whereas when we arrived and got access to this and drove into the estate the other day, it was just so weird because you could literally be anywhere. Just think of the most big and vast open fields. Like, you know yourself as someone who's been to the picnic that when you walk in normally as a festival, like as a punter, you feel like you're in a city. You feel like you're in know, a yeah. city of fun. This was just an empty field. Uh, and I know it seems really obvious, but when you've never seen it in its natural form, I suppose, it did take you a second to go, oh, wow, what? And we were kind of really disorientated then because we were like, well, what are we going to be able to see here? And we, we've gotten the heads up that there are a couple of stages at the picnic that now it seems quite obvious aren't taken down. So, for example, if you've been to the Body and Soul area at Electric Picnic, uh, it's kind of iconic, that big hill that goes yeah, down and leads yeah, into yeah. one of the stages. Like, that's still there, as you would have seen if you saw the video, and, and that lives there, naturally. That makes sense now, of course. So it was only as we drove and drove and drove, we kind of started spotting it, and we were like, oh, my God, that, that has to be Body and Soul. That has to be Body and Soul. So we parked the car, and we walked in, and, yeah, I'm not going to lie, I was really sad. The kind of, not that I haven't had moments over the last six months of real apathy, and I, I don't want to be apathetic because I'm not. I'm very hopeful that we'll be back and we'll be back. But it was just that moment of this place should be ready to go for tomorrow, you know? Yeah. And it's surrounded by sheep just grazing where people are normally <laughs> chilling out. And, um, and then I suppose the other thing for myself and Crossy was to try and picture it. Because the only point that we had at that stage was, okay, we know this is body and soul, so where would the main stage be from here? And where would the Oscar Wilde be from here? And where would the Rave in the Woods be from here? So it took, I'd say, a good hour for us to kind of go, oh my God, yeah, and that would be here and that would be there. So from there, we made our way and eventually found uh, the Salty Dog. Another thing that, again, seems very obvious now is that the iconic Salty Dog uh, boat ruin doesn't move. It lives there. Yeah. Uh, as part of the farming on the ground. So seeing that again, not ready to go without, you know, normally it would have a big roof on it and it would be very much all the little huts along the sides that lead down to trench down would be bustling with life and activity and people setting up their stalls there, there and things. And so that was mad. But overall, so happy to have gone down, but definitely left there with a little bit of a heavy heart. But yeah, I think if you, if you watch the video, you, you'll just see it in a way that you've never seen the home of the picnic before, you know. Yeah, that video, by the way, is up on our Instagram if you want to take it. Uh, Dublin's FM104 on Instagram and you'll have just a very strange, weird, eerie look at what uh, Strat Valley looks like at the moment. And Emma, I have to ask, what have been some of your festival highs and lows? Oh God, I've been lucky enough. I think my first picnic was 2013 and that was my first ever festival experience so I kind of did the big one first. In at the deep uh, end, And over yeah. the years, was lucky enough to get to Body and Soul, which I just adore. Sea sessions, I travelled to twice. As, yeah, I was in Body and Soul, or 
sorry, of the two sessions in Bundoran twice, um, I did independence and all that. I was trying to think of like the highs and lows. I would say the lowest was I made, I was silly last year. So last year, and that's almost why I'm so gutted about this year as well, because I feel like I messed up my amazing opportunity at the picnic last year in 1975 and everything. I'm not yeah. even going to try and butter this up. I'm not proud of it. I drank way too much when I got there on the Saturday. I arrived on the Saturday. I knew I was only going to have one night there and I had to come back on the Sunday. So it's almost like when the tent was set up, I got way too excited and drank too much and like ruined the whole experience for myself. Had to go to bed really early. So then I had Emma, to Emma, always drink responsibly. You should have this visited drinkaware.ie. You idiot. I know. I know. Well, I just think in that instance, I just I remember waking up saying, "You're some idiot, Emma. You are some idiot." And then I had to pack up the tent and go home, and just yeah. thought, "What a wasted, amazing opportunity." And then actually, I think my best festive experience was years ago at Body and Soul on the Sunday night. We didn't have any money left. We were already I think we were really broke students at the time, yeah. and we couldn't buy any alcohol. We would no alcohol left, nothing. So me and my friend just said. We were like, will we go home? We were like, no, we're here. We'll have a brilliant night. We'll just walk around and just see what this place has to offer. Because don't think normally you'd be running around with your friends from place to place and going to, you know, some friend wants to go check out this band who are playing there and then everyone gets lost. And, you know, this was just yeah, a night yeah. where it was like, you're just kind of like cuddled up in your cozies and you're just walking around. And we were so giddy and hyper and we just got into one of those really good spirits between like two mates. And yeah, it was one of my favourite festival memories ever because I'd say for hours we just walked and saw the festival by night in areas that if we did have loads of money and we're running around with all our friends and running into this bar and then you know meet friends in x y and z we probably wouldn't have seen the festival in the way that we did and i just thought i, I know that sounds a bit like soppy but it was just one of those memories with a friend that i was like do you remember, do you remember that sunday night our body and soul we had the best time ever just walking around like drinking a cup of tea it was so much fun um and i remember just appreciating all the the little beautiful parts of it that i suppose i would have missed otherwise I'm, I'm glad you've gone from the highs to the lows, from drinking too much to then having tea. You know, you've done it all. Yes. Done every end of the spectrum yes. for your festival weekends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, look, there, it's a huge, it's a huge loss this summer. Um, just thinking, I suppose, of everyone who's out of work as a result of it, and everyone who would have had. I, I suppose I've no idea how long it would take to construct the electric picnic site, but I assume people would have what a month's work at least, minimum. Mm. So. Look, they'll be back hopefully bigger and better and fingers and toes crossed for 2021. Uh, 100%. Well, listen, uh, check out the video that Emma and Crossy did up on Instagram. Uh, it's on our IGTV. Just a, a kind of, not even a behind the scenes. There's no scenes anymore, but just showing you what it actually looks like this weekend with nothing going on in at the moment. But listen. Sorry, Cormac, you, you believe by looking at the video that the reason that the picnic's not going ahead is because it was sold out to the amount of sheep on site this year. They're having a great time down there. <laughs> They've all little uh, wristbands around their legs, little you know, VIP wristbands going get us. <laughs> but listen, Emma, always a pleasure. Take it easy for the rest of your night, and we'll chat you again soon. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Still to come after 10 o'clock, we have our psychic tools in studio for you. So if you're unclear about your future in these unprecedented times and you would just like some advice and some clarity, myself and Saoirse have no real idea what we're doing, but we've tarot cards and a magic eight ball. So if you want any uh, any advice on any area of your life that you want to know about next week or next year, ask us a question, let us know, or maybe you just want a general reading about your life, 0876797104. Uh, 
We were just chatting with Emma there about the electric picnic was meant to be happening this weekend. It's obviously not. The field is completely empty. It's inhabited just by sheep and not a lot else. The video that Emma and Crossy did, they went out to Strad Valley a couple of days ago. And it's up on Dublin's FM 104 on our Instagram channel if you want to have a look at what the field looks like completely devoid of any festival activities this year you can go and have a look and shed a tear and reminisce about what was and we were talking about some of the best festival experiences you've ever had and some of the worst or some of the none that Saoirse hasn't had yeah I'm more concerned about the sheep I mean where do they go when the festival is on do they just roam around like usual just traumatised have you ever tried to scare a sheep by accident you walk near them and they're they literally run a mile. They're kind of like deer. They're just going to bolt all over the yeah. place, don't they? Yeah. So imagine a festival. That that can't be nice for them. This year, they're having a peaceful day <laughs> or They finally weekend. got their way. They finally got exactly. their way. I, what Saoirse is trying to say is that the sheep are responsible for the COVID outbreak, outbreak and that, you know, they're responsible for shutting down everything because they hated COVID-19. Uh, no, but we were asking you for some of your best and worst moments. And this in from Dan is... Is a powerful message. Have, have a listen to this. Hey guys, I go to uh, EP every year without fail. Had some mad experiences, but one of the funniest moments of all the years so far was 2018 on the Sunday. There was about 10 of us sitting in the middle, in the middle compartment of a tent around a crappy little table drinking. Great crack. A smell came upon us like someone's arse had erupted. <laughs> wow. That's a beautiful command of the English language like, there, Dan. You don't even like the smell of your own ass when it erupts. Someone else's? Horrific. <laughs> continue we will try our best to continue my god Dan uh, smell came upon us like someone's arse had erupted everyone started blaming each other girls and everything yeah because remember girls don't poo no or fart they Madness. absolutely don't we all got up to leave and then on the ground was a plastic cup with somebody's poo in it with someone's thing in it it says poo it was like a and this is his words it was like a shite grenade they <laughs> rolled it under the tent subtly and let us wipe and let it wipe us all out. Wow. Oh my. Wow. God. In fairness to the person that did poo in the cup, if you're talking about the Portaloos being horrifically, disturbingly disgusting, is the best option not to go in a cup? No, it's to just go home. You can't go home. Just go walk into the village. There's loads of pubs like a five-minute walk away from uh, the actual campsite. If you need to go, you need to go. I know, but listen, just, Dan, thanks for that. If you have any other horrible, any highs and lows, what are your festival highs and lows? You can let us know. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one four. Thanks for that, Dan. That's absolutely special. Rory, good evening. Uh, congrats on being back in the studio too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we will. All right, thank you for that. Um... Well, we got a, just a couple of questions in uh, about our psychic tools, oh, which yeah. we will just do in a moment, right? So, mm. thank you for those. Yeah, you still don't know what Tomorrowland is, do you? Uh, I've heard of it, but it's smaller than EP. <laughs> Did you just Google it quickly and just no, I actually the didn't. I just knew that. I know for a few people who went, I'd love to go to Tomorrowland. Uh, I take it that didn't happen this year. You're such a festival, hun. Uh, not, yeah, but but again, I'm not. I'd be in the same boat as you. I'm not a fan of camping. I camped once, once or twice slept half in the tent and half out of it at sea sessions because when it gets windy up in the, in Bundoran, it is insane. You know, you're right beside the sea. It just gets incredibly bad. So where did you sleep? Oh, camp twice, actually. Uh, we found a friend who was who had a house in Bundoran friend. Village. A friend. <laughs> We're just like sleeping on their floor in there. They had rented an apartment. We did that one night and then the last time we went to yeah, last time we went to Electric Picnic, I think we'd have lived up and back. I think Crossy was driving for 104, so I was like, come here. Uh, so he went up and back, so I wasn't sleeping. Just okay. 
absolutely horrific. Mm. Uh, but listen, any other good stories, let us know. 0876797104. On the way next, we'll be doing our uh, we'll be doing psychic tools. So allowing you to predict your future and get some clarity and insight into 